policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July 30th, 2014, and welcome to episode number 66 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. This is pretty much the show where Americans and Canadians like to make fun of each other, and Americans usually win. Uh, I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and joining me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. I think it, I think Americans usually win on this show is because I'm either outnumbered or I'm usually outnumbered. That's probably not so strict fair. numbers, huh? Well, I think no other so. reason. Well, I mean, if you look at population, it doesn't have anything to do with superior culture, food, um, <laughs> sporting events, food. Uh, I don't know if I'd agree with food. You guys got some subpar food, I think. You've been to Utah. I know. No. Okay, what are they known <laughs> for? Like, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> that was probably a bad example. My answer: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know that Utah Utah is forever like you know Mr. Scott Johnson he likes to espouse the many virtues of Utah. Sure. I honestly don't know that anyone is ever going to get past the whole Mormon thing. So I think that's what it's known for is just being Mormon. Right. Well, all I know is that when we were in Utah and I went to their museum uh, at the Temple Square, they have some creepy ass wax figurines, and uh, yeah, like I wasn't quite sure how to make of all that stuff. Sure, like it, 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 on the one hand, the buildings are very well manicured. Like oh, the buildings they, are are beautiful, uh, and, but the buildings see, but the actual structures themselves mm-hmm. are just solid concrete. Like there's no real style to them. They're very plain. I felt. Yeah, but but I'm with you on this. Like, and they had a bunch of statues. Well, they, which they, you know to be expected. They make they make up for it in their uh, their landscaping. Right. Um, you're right. The buildings are pretty bland, but their landscaping, their gardens are uh, very well kept. Uh, they got some sick ass fountains there too. I know. I remember. Um, that. I was so, there at a wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. A Mormon wedding. I would just, I was, I, okay, how's this? I was not a participant in said wedding. You just wedding crashed. I was just there. Well, I saw what appeared to be a bride and groom and many family members uh, taking many photographs. So you were crashing a wedding? Sure. Well, I don't get it. Were you, okay, were you in It was not indoors, Murphy. Oh. They were there. Like, I'm assuming they got married in the chapel and now sure. they're taking a bunch of pictures. There is a chapel there. <laughs> um, interesting. Well, you know, that's great. Uh, it feels like we've done so few episodes in July that you were in Utah not too long ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of which, sorry we missed last week. That I blame squarely. <laughs> it's my the fault. Of Canada. Yeah. I was like, shoot, I can't. Uh, I don't know why I'm censoring myself. Sorry, uh, I can't do a show because I'm out of town. Um, so apologizes for censoring himself. Yeah, that's very. I'm Canadian. sorry. Anyways, a few blocks away. We're back. We're here. We'll be posting this episode very soon. So, um, if you listened to the fantastic Tom Merritt episode from last week uh, multiple times to tide yourself over, then it looks like you're set. Yeah, you should be good. 
Yeah. Anything else going on, Ryan? You just doing um, your normal thing? You're doing your video gaming goodness? You're doing your uh, – you're getting married pretty quick? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I forgot to mention that the last time we did a show uh, – bef- well, since the last time we did a show, I had a Jack and Jill for the wedding, which was interesting. A what? You don't know what a Jack and Jill is, do you? No. A stag and doe, maybe? No, that's not kind of it. So basically, before uh, a wedding, uh, the wedding party gets together and they have like a fundraiser for the wedding. Does any of this happen in the States? (laughs) You were married. You're going to need to walk me through this process. So we have... I'm you just trying. I guess I should stop trying to meet you halfway. Um, basically, what it <laughs> we're is. We're not known for. We're we're not known for you know our. Uh, we'll say. <laughs> mediation or you know. Well, essentially, how this show works basically is when there's a major difference. Paul just refuses to understand until Ryan explains the whole thing. So, what I'll say not is known for compromise. I'll just. It, That's pretty much the the way this relationship works. It's true. It's true. But, hey, I try. Um, so a Jack and Jill or a Stag and Doe uh, is a, a party where the wedding party organizes uh, this event and there's games and there's fundraising and it's all meant to raise funds to help offset the cost of the wedding. Obviously, these days, weddings cost an absorbent amount of money. So sometimes it doesn't, you know, you know, it usually doesn't, you know, cover the whole thing, but it certainly helps. Every little bit helps. And in my mind, it was all about having fun as well. And we did both. It was a great success. And it was interesting to have like sort of, you know, back in the day when your two families, when you were getting married, when they first met as a large group, sometimes it was for the first time at the wedding. Well, the Jack and Jill, you have this unique opportunity to have both sides converge uh outside an expensive venue you know like a wedding so you can kind of test the ground see where you should seat people like who gets along with who. we didn't have any of those issues but this is real what you're describing is nonsense it, like well, what is it nonsense it was, it was a lot of fun well okay mm. all i remember during that period of my life was a lot of parties now, granted, there were fun parties, and there were all parties, like, you know, celebrating in one form or another, sure. either myself or Aaron or our unity, as it were. Of course. I, I feel like this just adds to – and, you know, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. If, you know, you want to help fund said wedding, mm-hmm. I would have been all for that. Um, the social event obligation may have turned me off a bit. Right. Well – because I felt, I, I felt like during that moment, I felt like we were every like it was practically every weekend we were had to be somewhere for something. Really? Oh yeah, it was very it's very busy time, man. Well, how did you have time to plan the wedding? Like, uh, we didn't. Well, oh. I mean, <laughs> actually, okay. Anyway, and then we didn't no, no, get no. married. Thanks for bringing it up, I Ryan. Prob- I probably, I probably have told you this, Ryan. Sure. And I'm gonna tell our listening audience for those who are getting married or you know thinking about getting married, whatever. Sure. I'd I recommend the following. This mm-hmm. is this is this helped me and Aaron have a wedding Sabbath. This is what that means. Have a day, you earmark, mm-hmm. you say, "Honey, <laughs> significant other, 
Let us make a pact. Let us make a pact not to do any wedding planning on one particular day of the week. Hmm. It is a it is a very welcome break. Yeah. See, that would be see, we had that for the longest time. Then it started to creep up on us that the wedding was in like two months. So that yeah. day because it was usually Monday nights. Like Monday night was nothing. The only thing we worry about is each other. We have dinner, we relax watch some Netflix, watch a movie or whatever. We don't plan. We don't call. We ignore everything. And lately that hasn't been happening because it's like, well, shit, we need to fit in. And I don't do myself any favors by having something on every other night. So it's kind of like, we need to fit this stuff in, but we can't do it Tuesday because of this Wednesday because of that, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, that is a very good point. And if anyone is listening and and thinking, um, they're going to plan a wedding, Definitely pick a day where you are not thinking about that wedding because it will run your life, Uh, which, again, isn't a bad thing. But it is when it, you know, the wedding planning becomes your life because, like, that's not all you're about. You still need to be Ryan Murphy. No, you're going to lose yourself in this monster you've created, (laughs) I promise you. Oh, probably. I mean... I but I welcome it. I know it's Ryan, it's, and it's, I say this with all the love and affection in the world. You do not have a strong enough personality to wade right? the waters of of the wedding. Oh, I don't know how many there people are a few who do. I know, but I, see, that's the thing. It's like I, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm fine. You know, like I'm handling it. Well, see, that's the point. You oh, okay. have embraced it. You have already like I jumped into the wave. Is what you're saying. Like that's kind of what you have to do. Yeah. Even with like every like major relationship decision, you either have to like completely not do it or jump in with both feet because there's very little like there's no halfway when Mm. it comes to doing wedding thing. Like you can't. Yeah, they're gonna do it or you're not. Well, speaking of like you know jumping into the wave and just dealing with it, uh, I as some people might know, I do a podcast with Ashley called So I'm Marrying a Podcaster. Mm-hmm. And on the latest episode, I actually had my mother-in-law on the show. That you know what, man? <laughs> I I joke around with you sure. about all kinds of things and I poke fun. I don't think I have <laughs> the balls oh, to yeah? invite my mother-in-law to do an interview like even today like mm-hmm. I, I i don't know that i'd have a problem asking her mm-hmm. i might have a problem with what is actually said <laughs> the actual execution might be the issue uh, and i just you are a brave man i'll tell you that yeah. or you're just weren't thinking about the consequence i I trusted her to uh, behave. She did very well. She She's kind of a natural. She she doesn't really understand how podcast works, but she understood sure. it eventually. And I, I think at the start it was kind of a little awkward, but then as she got into it, it was one of our longer episodes, about a half hour. But, you know, she talks about, you know, her two daughters getting married in the same year. And I made a couple oh, of old that jokes. That must and, have been weird yeah. for her. Um, yeah. I mean, the other one was married like last month. So another piece of advice, just saying this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, it's true. It's different for every relationship, sure. For, for sure. But I mean, your your fiance and your, her mom, mm-hmm. assuming that they're close, they're going to have major blowups. Oh. <laughs> they're going to have big fights. No, they're close. They they've actually been pretty good. Okay, uh, they get along really well. They see eye to eye. And if they have. 
if they at all have conflicting ideas about how the wedding should be, oof, it gets ugly real quick. We made it pretty clear from the get-go that this wedding is our wedding and people are welcome to, you know, uh, share their input. Um, but they got to understand and respect that sometimes that input will be noted but not implemented. Uh, and that's the nicest way I can put it. Literally, you went like corporate America on me. I, You know what? It was all <laughs> Dave Nelson's fault. <laughs> that Rock damn on. Google Doc. Right. Was it Dave Nelson? I think it was Dave Nelson. All right. Should we get to the news? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about some news. All right. Let's get to the news. How about this? Senator Ted Cruz in the news. What did he do this time? Is he Canadian he was, again? He was in True Blood. Really? No. Oh. But some supporters were, and it got real. It got real bad real quick. So what happened in the True Blood? So, I don't watch okay. it. So this is here's the deal. You all may have noticed some stuff like him just having some shots fired against the show. Uh, the reason for that is like I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, there was a scene where that took place at the George W. Bush Presidential Library where Ted Cruz function was being held. So they were having a fundraiser for Ted Cruz. They actual like they point him out by name in the show. Sure. And so the vampires went to said rally, uh, made some disparaging comments. Of course they <laughs> and, as vampires are known to do. And then there was a lot of blood. <laughs> it's just, so that as you one might expect in a show called True Blood. Weird. So, no, essentially, yeah, they had the scene. Vampires come and disrupt the Ted Cruz rally. So Ted Cruz finds out about this and decided to respond. Okay. So, yeah, this is a Facebook post. And I'm quoting him now. Of all the places I never thought to be mentioned, HBO's True Blood vampire show was near the top of that list. Sunday night, they aired a misogynistic, profanity-ridden episode where Ted, where Texas Republicans are murdered attending a Ted Cruz fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry to have lost the vampire vote, but I am astonished and amused that HBO is suggesting that hardcore leftists are blood-sucking fiends. Is he just, like, <laughs> using this to try and, you know, yes. be funny? Cause yeah. it's not- well, no, no, no. It, like... I think part of it was intended to be funny. Mm-hmm. I think the major, I think the like the punch of that post was meant to be political. I really do. Like I think he thought that. I think he was trying. I think he. I think he thinks mm-hmm. that the show was trying to make a point about his own, about their own beliefs. Oh, I see. And so he was trying to shout to shoot back and say, you know. Basically, that basically like they're the ones like I I'm actually kind of surprised Mm -hmm. because I would have taken this a different way. If I were Ted, I would have said, well, obviously we are the victims. The left people are they're the ones who are causing all the mayhem. We are just doing our due diligence and trying to be we're trying to be the good people here and we're the ones that are getting hurt. I would have gone that direction. I wouldn't have gone the whole like calling them straight out like they I mean he called them left blood he called the leftists blood sucking freaks. Do we know for a fact 
that these vampires were representing the left. Let's let's no. you know. Let's approach this from no. The, you are you you like, and I was going to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is inferring. Oh, I see. And he is he is. Well, I, mean, I, I get his point, but right? He, it's I. I have not seen said episode because that would involve me actually watching True Blood mm-hmm. and I, having a subscription to HBO. I can't do. I can't do it. I I watched a quarter of the first episode, and I, I cannot stand. I've Anna seen Paquin. I I, I do not like her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen like two episodes. It's so just like, yeah, it's not a good show. But the oh, show's really? not geared. It, the show's not geared towards me. So whatever. Well, who's it geared towards? I thought it was women. women. Oh, yes. But I mean, women who probably I would guess more geeky women because obviously you know it's about oh. them. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was like, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of topless dudes. Oh, I see. I yeah. th- okay. And I a lot didn't of beautiful, that. like a lot of good-looking people. Uh huh. So it's I, like I a, a nudie so CW show. Kind of, yeah. Interesting. That's um, my impression. I mean, anyone who wants to write in and tell me what they think, maybe we'll do our homework movies. next week. We'll come back. But no, seriously. Um, like him assuming that vampires are are leftists, like. And you saying that the well, whatever they're man. the but no think... what I'm trying to make is the point is that like Ted Cruz is the victim here his people are the victim because of the leftist vampires but really That's... he he is the victim he's right but I don't think the vampires were targeting him because he was he was of the right true believer and the right and whatnot and the Fox News and all that fun business I think it was really just because vampires got to eat. I don't like. I again fair, haven't seen the episode. So. The show does take place in his home state, so at least Whoa. from what I've from what I have seen, it makes sense. Then he, it's just vampires it got to eat. They're I, people too, Ted my, Cruz. Come here's, on. Here's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. We're poking fun at Ted Cruz right now. Of course. If any other politician on either side of the aisle, whatever, made these same comments, I would. I get what they're going. I get what they're trying to say, but I, there's no way I would have approached it this way. I would have approached it with good humor, like because that's what it was. Like I mean, it's a it, like you can't take True Blood doesn't have a whole lot to say. I mean, it's kind of satire. Mm-hmm. Like there's no real moral anchor, I don't think. But again, this is me having seen like maybe three episodes. Well, I checked out Ted Cruz's Twitter. And uh-huh. uh, the second last tweet he or the second newest tweet he's done um, was about what's happening at the border right now is a direct consequence of President Obama's amnesty. Stop Obama's amnesty. Hashtag. Yep. What does that mean? Obama has what amnesty. No. I know he has amnesty, doesn't he? He's the president. No. no. Well, what are you talking about? You're. I you. I think you're. I think you're confusing what he was saying. I am. He's confused. talking. He is talking about amnesty for others. He's saying that Obama is promoting amnesty oh, for, I see. for people who want to cross the border, which in Texas is a big deal. Yeah, I suppose. Well, Ted Cruz. I mean, that's a thing, man. Like people like you can uh, you can imagine this in your own state, in your own, you know, beloved country. Mm-hmm. There are some people. Well, a legitimately think that if you try to pr- cross the border, that is grounds to be shot. Like they think that, and B, they'll also they're seriously considering, like erecting a wall. Of course, because that like, works. It, like more so than the one they have now, like a real one. 
Like a real one. <laughs> yeah. One they wouldn't have to guard nonstop because there's holes and you can climb over it type stuff, right? Exactly. Interesting. Well, I, well, you know, I'm all for having good policies for allowing people to come into your country, but um, I don't know if a giant wall is the solution, or though maybe it is. Like maybe Probably. you build a giant wall and then you just put a really rad I, gate on it. I don't know. I actually, there have been I don't know some people it. actually. I, some people approach this better than others. I feel sure, even on the Republican side. Like I, for example, Ron Paul. I think he has a pretty good idea. He wants it to make. Basically, he was trying to his ideas, and this was for for like no more than that, like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. But his idea was essentially we need to make it easier for people to enter the country legally. You know, all yeah. safety precautions intended, and then by the time that you know by the time people who want to get in or in and you know we've adopted all the right you know we've adopted all the right policies no one's going to care about who's legal and who's illegal mm-hmm. i i like that attitude much more than the let's shoot him <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely like i'm not at all for like let's shoot him that's because that's what i heard ryan wrong. murphy i heard ryan murphy say yeah let's you heard shoot that the you're putting words in my mouth uh, i'm just well when when we go bankrupt when the united states goes bankrupt i'm sure canada is going to have very strong opinions about who they're going to let into the country well i mean <laughs> we have we have this great propaganda that we're doing right now that makes everybody like south of the border think that we're just a barren wasteland of ice and snow so far, it's proven good. to work out pretty well. It's good, man. Yeah, I'm All hoping right. we can keep it up. Speaking of Ron Paul. Sure, what did you do this time? All right, full disclosure. Like, it was not this last presidential election, mm-hmm. but the one prior to that. I really liked what that man had to say. I didn't mm-hmm. agree with all of it, but I really enjoyed some of what the guy was talking about. Sure. Uh, so, occasionally, I get a newsletter for either donations or whatever like you know just some sort of some sort of you know form that you fill out to say stop whatever stop stop the NSA spying stop sure. whatever and i got one today okay and i'm looking I, at this right now i opened this and damn man i we may have taken this a bit too far. Anywho, uh, I'll read it for you. I will read it verbatim. Dear friend of liberty, there can be no freedom without the ability to defend it. The C4L is standing up. For, that's the, uh, what is it? The uh, Choose Campaign for life. Campaign for life. Got it. Or, sorry, not life. Campaign for liberty. Is standing up for freedom every day by fighting to audit the Fed, which I agree with. Repeal Obamacare, I do not agree with. Stop NSA spying, okay, and reclaim our republic. <laughs> you don't feel too strongly on the NSA spying, just okay. I think that there needs to be more transparency in the NSA. There's no way that we can stop them from spying. Anywho. They're probably listening right now. Hello, NSA. But each, I know, because it's really hard to download a podcast that we distribute publicly but each and every one of us has a god-given right and duty to defend freedom 
That's why the Campaign for Liberty is giving away a brand new Colt LE6920 MPB AR15 equipped with a red dot sight. Oh, nice. They so included the red dot sight. Sweet. AR15 is an assault rifle. Oh, my God. The AR15 will come with a Magpul stock, pistol grip, handguard, and vertical grip and stand-up sight. All you have to do is sign up for free below for your chance to win. All entries must be received by blah, blah, blah. We will notify the winner via email. For Liberty, Ron Paul. Oh, my God. I. This is pretty dumb. Again, full disclosure, I signed up for this. Oh, you did? <laughs> Absolutely. The reason I did is because I want to know what happens if I win. I, well, have I assume you get a gun. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know, man. Like different states have different laws about like what you can have and when and all that stuff like i'm real curious are they literally giving it to anybody like and they're not gonna do any sort of check to see if right. I'm, i don't know a felon like are they like I'm i i pretty I sure they're to gonna do a the background process. check yeah i, I will see that's the thing man that's not always true that is not like so i be the, it, so just for disclosure i did not give this man any money Oh okay. I, I like no. I like I. I didn't get. I didn't actually donate to his campaign. Sure. I did sign up for them the AR-15 because I, I want to see. Like I want them to be specific about the mechanism by which they give me a rifle. So okay, I. I'm not a big gun person, but you know whatever you want a handgun to defend yourself. Fine, whatever. Have a handgun, be no. responsible, all that fun business. Hunting rifles for hunting, that is another story, and that's totally fine. I grew up around it. It's cool. Um, but this is neither of those. This is a tool no. for warfare. This is not defending yourself. This is this is preparing for war. And, you uh, are correct. I it do is. not think you need to do that anymore in, in this said time, especially in this country. Now, I know there are other countries out there where, you know, you you might want to win this because it means life or death. You know there are countries out there like that, and but I don't oh, think America is one anymore. So you dude, guys can put down right your guns. Blowing up, you're fine. Like, like literally. Yeah, yeah. Why doesn't Ron Paul go over there and hand out assault rifles? <laughs> Maybe food too while you're at it. That would be amazing. So, I, yeah, I wasn't. You know, I don't really. I wasn't really trying to have a conversation about. You know, gun policy, right? Oh, no, I'm, no, just, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, these campaigns are giving away, are, are giving away rifles. It's so weird, <laughs> but it falls right in line with what I assume these people like think they need oh, to this do. Is, like, well, see, that's the thing. He's a big constitutionalist, so him defending a right to uh, bear arms is completely within his wheelhouse. Yeah, and see, and like, which I, I don't like. I mean, besides, Whatever. like, no, I, I wouldn't, I would never break the law. But that being said, like, something about taking a written rule that, that just verbatim and defending it without thinking about it, like your God-given right and duty to defend freedom, with this brand new Colt LE six nine twenty MP AR fifteen, like it. It's an assault rifle. That's. It's an assault rifle. It looks like something I'd use in Call of Duty. I just, I, I it don't. It is good. something you use in Call of Duty. The AR-15 is still being used. I'm pretty sure by the army. Well, there you go. Uh, 
I'm reading the um, sweepstakes rules. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll start from the top. Uh, eligibility. The winner of the Colt AR-15 giveaway must be of legal age in the jurisdiction in which they reside. Okay. Be eligible to pass a background check. Perfect. And required federal, state, and local laws in order to take possession of the firearm. Okay. Eligible. I, that's not saying they will. Okay. They're saying they need to be eligible to pass. I'm just saying that's the kind of legal jargon they're going to throw at you. So there is no cash equivalent and no person other than the winning person who may take possession of the firearm. Okay. Good. With you so well, far. yeah, you can put that in a freaking form and people, whatever. I can give it away afterwards. I could put it on the street if I wanted to. Pretty sure. Failure to comply with all federal, state, and local laws including but not limited to background checks for firearm possession, will result in forfeiture of the prize and another winner will be selected. Winner must claim the prize within 48 hours. Okay. Uh, Transfer of the firearm. This is another important thing. Mm -hmm. Transfer of the prize if falling under legal definition. If falling under the legal definition of a firearm, I love they threw that in there, shall be conducted through a federally licensed federal firearms licensed dealer. All firearms must all firearms transferred will be conducted in a strict compliance with all federal, state, and local laws by entering the sweepstake. You acknowledge that you are not legally prohibited from owning or taking possession of firearms. Oh wow, this so, keeps going. That's it. <laughs> oh. Oh man. So they sounds like they cover their butt. They're oh they're trying. I again, I that's the, the thing, is like they may say this and this is legal jargon. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how it all works because, like, just I can. It doesn't matter. Like in some states, I could sell this whoever to whomever I wanted. Uh, yeah, I, not in California, probably. Oh, but whatever happened whatever. to giving away clock radios? You know, like, <laughs> give away like something that you can easily brand, make special, like guns. Come on, guys, that's a bit. That's almost. Uh, it's just it's so weird it's like ah can't do it guns don't give away guns like this gun that gun especially this like gun if it was a handgun like okay i guess i still wouldn't agree with it but handgun i i, I it's okay we have a weird relationship sure. about that kind of thing because handguns in some sense are almost more dangerous because they're concealable Right. You have a hard time concealing this gun. Well, I don't know about you, but I could put it... No, I don't have anywhere I could put an AR-15. That sounds... Uh, uh, I don't have anywhere. Right. I, I, yeah, I, that's a good... This, thing is, is very good this thing is crazy. I love the background of this, too. Like, there's a... It looks like a... a, a kind of a war-torn background. Like, it looks like ripped metal. And there's a an American flag behind the metal. And it's like a great... Like it, there's kind of like a grate against the ba- American flag. It looks like real rough and tumble. It looks like oh yeah, this website <laughs> could go to war. It's that well designed. Like it's just it's so rough. And it is not well designed. I didn't say that. Wow. <laughs> it is. It looks cool. It, it serves its purpose, I suppose. You 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 submitted your details. You might win an AR-15. Tune in next week when Paul finds out if I he know. won a weapon of war. That would be that would make a hell of a story on a podcast, wouldn't it? It would. You, you would also <laughs> kind of. Rob Ford still has not answered my email, but you got a free gun from Ron Paul. Uh, 
anyway, moving on. Hmm. Brian. What's up? What do... Why is there a seesaw story in I, our show? I figured I'd offset your uh, childish Ron Paul with my childish... I uh, won't call him Ron Paul, but Rob Ford and Doug Ford, brothers. They they love each other. Brother. They okay. love each other so much. And uh, they went for a little seesaw ride. And that's pretty much the highlight of Canada right now. That is right the story, now. huh? Yeah. It, it it was even like it's the video is even like a CBC branded like news clip with the intro and everything and it's literally just like 2 minutes of them on the seesaw. I just <laughs> I'm going to play the clip really quick. This is from CBC News. But it's literally like him He's just hopping on a seesaw with his brother. Why? Her point, idiot. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that means Mr. Ford is going to be entering rehab pretty quickly again. Well, I, I you know, I, I think it's for a good cause. I mean, like he, he re, they opened a, a newly themed playground and. Uh, Playgrounds are, are definitely oh, okay. a welcome thing in in our fair video. cities, uh, but I just find it so funny. I think because Rob Ford has this history in the media, the media just does their best to find quirky Rob Ford moments. And rather than having a story focusing on this new playground, they chose to focus on Rob Ford and Doug Ford on the seesaw. It's just man to think we only have like three more months of this i'm gonna miss it yeah so you say you guys are crazy all right i was told specifically not to watch this until right now oh yeah (laughs) what is this so i assume you're familiar with the sharknado i have seen not of the shark i know of the shark i do not know it personally so you must seen said sharknado i have not either but i hear tara reed is fantastic in it um no sharknado 2 is a thing and it's happening and it obviously uh tries to involve um some i've never seen the first one so i don't know if there was like parody in it but this one has a bit of parody and it involves rob ford and there's the clip pretty much is the rob ford moment in the in the movie and i'm sure they're just using it to like rob ford has a moment gain audience cue up the clip take a look and and see what you think Alright, let's play this. We now interrupt our regularly scheduled programming. Toronto Mayor Rob Ford is about to hold a press conference in Manhattan to offer Canadian support to the Sharknado relief efforts. Hi everybody, I'm Mayor Rob Ford and I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. (laughs) Yeah. So so that is Okay, I would have liked it more if it was actually Rob Ford. But it wasn't. <laughs> I feel that they could have, like, reached out to him. Okay, I feel that if they had reached out to him maybe, like, a couple months ago when he was still in his drunken stupor, he would have done it. The man, oh, dude, he was just on a seesaw. He's going to be in Sharknado 2. He's going to be it. He's going to do it. He would have, ah, uh, missed opportunity. Yeah, maybe. I, I He would have. He would have. Like, he's under, okay, the man's career is probably over probably well yeah although it's what funny do you have to freaking lose i don't know i really don't know i i wonder like uh did 
did this article reference whether or not they actually tried to approach him? It's literally just talking about, yeah. Like, yeah, this was really just, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was just, it's to say that Rob Ford got impaled by a shark. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I guess Sharknado is just, is a parody film. I've never seen it. I don't want to see it. Uh, and I, I guess we've probably seen the most I'll relevant. I'll see it eventually, but I, in no hurry. I'll wait for the, the trilogy to come out on Blu-ray. But I think that we've seen the most, you know, related thing for us for the show with this clip. And I, they kind of, you know, used up <laughs> their material. So, yeah. All right. Last thing. Mm. Ryan. What is what, so? What's with Kevin Smith, man? Like he's, uh, yeah, uh, he likes Canada. He doesn't like Canada. What's the deal? He loves Canada. Uh, I remember um, back when I was in high school, uh, the new Degrassi show was kind of a hit among the, the kids of the day, and uh, Kevin Smith actually had a, a cameo on uh, the uh, new the Degrassi or the new Degrassi. Or I don't know what they called it. Uh, he was in it, and he had actually, like, I think helped produce an episode, and there was, like, uh, it was interesting. Uh, but anyways, he has a he's a kind of a thing for Canada, and his next three films are all based around Canadian mythology, and he's calling them the True North Trilogy, and I think this is fantastic. Um, although his first film, Tusk, looks gross and unsettling it looks freaking weird and i don't know if i want to see it because i'm not gonna see it i i don't think it looks like it looks like the human centipede just with a walrus exactly so it's about a a podcaster who um and you can see the trailer like my worst nightmare (laughs) i know but justin long's not too smart justin long plays a character who is a who podcasts for a living and interviews interesting people and he finds someone who wants the companionship of a walrus or um actually no that's that's the actual craigslist ad that this movie is based off of yes someone was seeking the companionship of a walrus uh on craigslist and that sort of kick-started this adventure for kevin smith but anyways justin long goes to this place to interview uh someone in canada and it turns out that um, this person kidnaps Justin Long and tries to turn him into a walrus. And I don't think this is a bit of a... This isn't really a spoiler, but it certainly dictates the path that this movie takes. And Kevin Smith was recently quoted at Comic-Con saying, This isn't a spoiler. I just want to set the expectation for this film. And we are going to turn Justin Long into a fucking walrus by the end of this movie. And that makes me not want to watch this movie i know you've like i uh, i on the one hand mm -hmm. credit goes to him thank you for being honest thank you for not misrepresenting your film yeah Uh, and that's what he said this is not the film for me (laughs) yeah i i am not big on the deformity horror and this is essentially like that's exactly what a long checklist of ryan does not want to watch this movie um (laughs) And the trailer, you check it out, and that's probably all you'll need to see of this film because it kind of gives you all the stuff you need to see. But um, his other two films that he's doing, Yoga Hosers, which is a (laughs) a PG-13 comedy he wants to make. I don't know. Hosers is obviously a common term thrown around, not at all by Canadians, but everyone thinks we do. 
Um, and then Loser. his yeah, his final one is Moose Jaws, which he describes as Jaws with a moose. <laughs> okay, Moose Jaws might be awesome. Yeah, I think we'll <laughs> we'll probably have to film sack Moose Jaws on this show. Uh, maybe even yoga hosers. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Um, he doesn't know. There's nothing really set up about yoga hosers. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, spawned from an odd story of theft among yoga enthusiasts. Um, something about superpowers. Uh, Smith said he would be run into the country once we heard that the, what the powers in the movies were. That's interesting. So that one might be another one to check out too. Might be up our alley as opposed to this uh, this Tusk film. I don't know. Don't don't go see Tusk. I don't think so. I mean, you can, but whatever. It's. Yeah, I think the trailer really, you know, if you if you enjoy the trailer, then you'll probably enjoy the film. If if you didn't find anything interesting in the trailer, then yeah, don't see this movie because you'll. I'm not gonna play the trailer. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, Ryan, I think that's gonna wrap us up. Yeah, good show. Talk us talk us out of the whole torture porn walrus thing uh yeah it's kind of hard uh we should get kevin smith on the show maybe maybe stop trying to email rob ford and email kevin smith uh all right i'll get right on that do it (laughs) ryan Mm. info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can find us of course that's what i say uh we love your feedback we love your reviews we love five stars on itunes as it is the still premier place to you know download your podcast uh, you can find me at P. Swickard on Twitter. You can find Ryan at R. Murphy. Ryan, mm. anything you'd like to tell our loyal audience about? Oh, I don't know. Go, go If you're not listening to this show, definitely listen to this show. Although, if you're hearing me say this, you are listening to this show. But uh, write in. Tell us what you think about Kevin Smith and his love of Canada, even though he wants to turn people into walruses. <laughs> All right. Have a good evening, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. Good night.